0: Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's game day. We've got a full preview of tonight's matchup between the Ottawa Senators and the NHL's
1: hottest team, the New York Rangers. And we have a Sen Central citizen on today's episode. It's postcast legend, Hot Lunch. Hot Lunch likes
0: gritty players. Ridley Gregg is back, but as soon as that happens, another injury occurs. We'll discuss all that and more This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day.
1: Your Locked On Senators,
2: your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and
1: you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast.
0: Welcome inside episode 931 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow the show on social media. We're at Sen Central on Twitter, Lockedon.senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube, where a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first ticket purchase. Today is Tuesday, December 5th and Pillsy. Just as soon as we get Thomas Shabbat back in the lineup, he's
1: out again. Why can't the Senators have nice things, Ross? Like we're thinking, okay, we're trying to get back. The road to 500 continues here. We're one game off, <laughs> and you're thinking, okay, Thomas Jabot's back in the lineup. They split the weekend series, coming off a shutout here, one of the best, no, the best defensive structured game this team has had all season. Really, Greg's come back into the lineup for a busy week up against really good teams. No, you don't get that. You get one or the other. You can have Ridley Gregg or Thomas Shabbat. You don't get both. So Thomas Shabbat looks like they're going to do an MRI, lower body injury that uh, he caught his skate in an awkward spot and fell into the boards and uh, didn't look good. He did return, which was surprising. I thought that looked like one of those where he was going to be out for the rest of the game, but he did come back. But apparently not good enough to, to keep it going here. And Ross, I... I don't know. I don't got a good feeling about this one, unfortunately, with Shabbat. But you're not a doctor. I am not a doctor, no. So we
0: do have that going for us. We should know the results of the MRI within the next 24 hours, I think. I'm not a doctor either. But that the best case scenario would be like a sprain. And then worst case is it's torn. You need surgery. You're out for the year.
1: So I, I don't wait. even want to get into the worst case scenario, Ross.
0: Okay, so let's just hope it's just a minor sprain. He'll be back in a couple of weeks. And we know the Senators have a busy month ahead. A lot of home cooking this week with the Rangers on Tuesday, the Leafs on Thursday, and then they got to go to Detroit to take on the Red Wings on Saturday. So two divisional matchups after this game. And this game's against the NHL's best team when the, when sorted in terms of point Percentage right now in the National Hockey League. They are rolling. 18 4 and 1 are the New York Rangers, an 804 points percentage. They also are tied for the league lead in points with the Boston Bruins and the Vegas Golden Knights. They're 10 2 and 1 away from Madison Square Garden. Any way you slice it, Pilsey, this is going to be a tough game for Ottawa.
1: Yeah, the Rangers have the most wins in the league as well, although they're tied in points this team finds a way to get it done and they get the W and we'll, we'll get to it when we get to the lines, Ross, but this decor is arguably one of the best decors in the entire league. So you talk about the Sens coming off a game with good defensive structure, but now losing $8 million player, Thomas spot. And you're going up against this decor with the, again, we'll get to the Sens lineup, but the Sens decor put in the blender and a complete change up for pretty much all the pairs it's going to be interesting to see how these two match up
0: before we get to today's game. We also have a great sense central citizen coming out. I do want to note that Michael Anlauer Lauer spoke to the media yesterday in Seattle, where the NHL's board of governors are meeting Elliot Friedman reporting. It looks like the salary cap will be between 87, 88, excuse me, million dollars next season, which would be a $4 million raise from what they have right now. Anlauer Lauer saying that he took a tour of the climate pledge arena to see what a best in class facility would look like for the Ottawa senators. He's also going to tour Rogers place in Edmonton later on this year, yeah. as well as UBS arena in long Island on long Island. I like that. We've got a new uh, and ism alert as well. He's trying to R and D he's trying to R and D baby. That's all we want to do. We want to rip off and duplicate
1: all the best in class everywhere. He says, Hey, I don't have a problem with that. It's a copycat league. The senators could use uh, trying to steal some other more successful franchises ways to find success. So I don't have an issue with that at all.
0: Michael Anlauer also says the GM search is ongoing. There's no timeline for it, but he is committed to what they have in Montreal and other places around the league where you have a President of Hockey Operations, in this case, Steve Steos, as well as a general manager working in unison to find a best in class product that can get Sens fans not only above 500, mm. but being a consistently solid team in the National Hockey League. Like Nights like tonight, Pilsy, really highlight just how bad this rebuild has come out right yeah. now. The New York Rangers drafted first overall when Ottawa got Stutzla. They drafted second overall when Ottawa was in the dumps in in 2019. Like they rebuilt more or less at the same time. I know they have Igor Shesterkin. That's a fox in the hole where you can really kind of lay lay wood and on, on 35, 40 wins out of him, where he steals a bunch of them as well. But and they're also New York. Artemi Panarin was only going to go there. Adam Fox was only going to go there. I get it. There's different things at play. Same with Los Angeles and putting Ottawa in the same, you know, stratosphere as those markets. It's just unrealistic, but it does kind of highlight like, hey, teams have, you know, sold off a lot of their assets and rebuilt in in a lot shorter time span as Ottawa. But back to Anlar, the GM search is ongoing. The only other thing he said is, hey, he feels the Senators fans pain when it comes to you know, being frustrated with the way the start's gone. But he says the decisions made, whether it's at head coach or anything else, have to have not only tomorrow in mind, but the long-term interest of the organization. So he poured some cold water on that, which we've been hearing through the insiders. They want stability. And yeah, that's kind of become a buzzword, a a ha-ha-ha stability as they lose, 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 three in a row before the win in, sorry, against Seattle. But uh, overall, I think Ann Lauer... He's got the long-term vision in mind. So we're just going to R&D, rip off and duplicate the best in class, Pilsy. And speaking of best in class, the Ottawa Senators' center depth is almost the best that they have to offer because Ridley Gregg is returning from a high ankle sprain. But that last word I just said there, is that something to temper expectations? Because we saw with Drake Batherson, we saw with Matthew Joseph, this is not the type of injury that you come back flying top speed.
1: Yeah, it's definitely difficult, but uh, I mean, obviously they think he's good to go if they're putting him in the lineup. And really, Greg, the reason I'm not so concerned with him is speed is ne- never really the part of his game that he had an advantage over other people. Right. I'm not saying he's a slow player, but it's not like he's out there, um, you know, winning every loose puck battle and uh, racing past guys. So I think in a third line role, hopefully with a guy like Joseph, there, a real speedster on his wing and Kubalik. He can just dump it off to Joseph. Joseph brings it in, passes over to Kubalik. Quick snipe, and we got a goal. So hopefully that formula can follow through.
0: The lines for the Ottawa Senators, who are 9, 10, and 0 on the season. Josh Norris between Brady Kachuk and Claude Giroux. Tim Stutzla between Vladimir Tarasenko and Drake Batherson. Ridley Gregg is centering Dominic Kubalik and Matthew Joseph, as you just said. And Rourke Chartier is between Parker Kelly and Zach McEwen on the back end without Shabbat. We're expecting it to be Jake Sanderson with Jacob Bernard-Docker, hashtag NoDakSends. We've got Jacob Chikrin with Travis Hamanick, and Eric Brandstrom with Artem Zub. To me, this screams that DJ Smith is going to roll three pairs all night long, having Zub with Brandstrom and JBD up with Sanderson. How do you see this decor shaking out with Time on Ice?
1: Yeah, I I think you might be right, Ross, but that's such an interesting switch from going 11 and 7 where Hamnick only played 5 minutes and JBD only played 7. So these guys are going to get a bump in ice time. I hope they've been doing their cardio over the weekend.
0: We've been watching uh, that as it develops the back end. Just very strange how things, it's like Hamnick will play 5 minutes then he's in the top 4. It's like there's... You, any given night, a defenseman can either be top three in ice time or last. And it, it's very strange to me how the Senators have unfolded this season, at least how they're uh, sending out their defensive core. Now, with that, we've got some locked-on players to watch in tonight's game. I'm going with Anton Forsberg, who will get the start in goal tonight. Yep. You win and you're in, you get a shutout and you're in. Last game against Seattle was the Senators' first shutout win of the season. Forsberg was as good as he had to, de- to be, but in a shocking turn of events, he wasn't peppered with a million high danger chances. I think that Forsberg was just steady Eddie on Saturday night, and I think he deserves this start here in uh, in tonight's game where, you know, the Ottawa Senators, they they did a lot better protect. I mean, still finished with 39 saves, yeah. but I think a, a fair bit of them came from the outside. And uh, and six of them were well, Seattle was on the power play and Ottawa was obviously able to hold them to to an offer in that situation as well.
1: Yep. Love that. I mean, if you're a team with one of the worst goaltending numbers in the league, it would be a wild move to take a guy out after he just gets a 39 save shutout. So I like that they're going back to him.
0: I've seen more more wild things from this uh, from this coaching staff but with that said uh, as long as you know he doesn't send a player to go let him know he's pulled halfway through this game. Uh, Ridley Gregg playing in his first game since November 2nd. so it's been over a month since Ridley Greg's played. I've been watching the Winnipeg Jets very closely this week. Gabe Velarde came back from a lower body injury. They actually started him on the fourth line. He played like 12 minutes and was not great. It took him three, four games to get back. I'd expect the same for Ridley, but what to you would mark a successful debut of the last month for Ridley, Greg, tonight?
1: Uh, I don't really have that high of expectations tonight, Ross. Uh, I think mostly what it does is it allows the lineup to shake out in a proper way. Um, Having Kubelik and or Tarasenko not playing with Rourke Chartier, I think that's that's the biggest victory here. And
0: with that, Vladimir Tarasenko is your locked-on player.
1: Revenge game for Vladimir Tarasenko. He Woo! spent a cup of coffee with the New York Rangers last year after being traded from the St. Louis Blues.
0: That's an expensive cup of coffee in Manhattan.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, eh? jeez. Uh, well, if anyone can afford that cup of coffee, it's Vladimir Tarasenko, a, a consistent thirty-goal scorer that is in one of the longest goal-scoring droughts of his career. But Martian and I really liked that line of Tarasenko, Stutzel, and Bathurst in the small amount of time they played together in uh, the game against the Kraken. They connected for a goal. All three players touching the puck. So I want to see Vladimir Tarasenko get back to his old ways. And uh, let's see him score a goal up against his old team here.
0: I like that. With the New York Rangers last year, he played uh, 31 games and only had eight goals but he was still playmaking 21 assists in that yep. stretch and then was tied for the uh, team lead with four points in six in seven games during their playoff series. So I like that. I like that from you going with Vladimir Tarasenko. I've got Anton Forsberg, and we have the postcast following tonight's game. So stay tuned for that on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a comment below. If you're watching this as a premiere on the episode, make sure you leave a comment to your left as well. Those help the growth of the show and the thumbs up goes a long way. All right. We've got a Send Central citizen coming up. It's hot lunch on the other side. We'll profile the New York Rangers and get some senators keys to victory. That's next. You're listening to Locked on Senators.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Mary J's. Mary J's is a locally owned cannabis dispensary in the Ottawa area. It started with three best friends making a life-changing decision and working hard. And now, through that dedication, they have four stores in the Ottawa area. The Ottawa locations are Riverside South, Orleans, Greeley, and Russell. So plenty of spots to help you out. Mary J's offers the best and newest products in the market with many new additions to the menu every single week. They got everything you need, whether you're a rookie or a grizzled vet. Mary J's offers competitive pricing. In fact, they will price match any store in Ottawa. That means you are guaranteed to get the best price around at a Mary J's location. And they've got the best customer service around by having the friendliest bud tenders who are always ready to assist. One of the owners, Dashi Absolute Beauty, is a diehard Sens fan as well. So go to one of their four locations in Ottawa, say what up to Dashi, talk to him about the Sens, how they're going to get a big win up against the Rangers tonight, and pick his brain about all the newest, latest products that Mary J's has to offer. Check it out today, guys. Mary J's.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win, you need to get Indeed. Indeed is the only place to go when you're hiring, whether it's for a small or big business. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. Hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes match their top job descriptions the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates you invite to apply through the instant match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. Indeed does the hard work for you. Sponsor a job and boom! Instant match shows you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post. So join. The 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job descriptions. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, now let's get to this week. Send Central Citizen, here is Hot Lunch. All right, we now welcome on this week's Send Central Citizen. Hot Lunch, move Ooh. over. Here he is, Send Central <laughs> Citizen. What's going on today, brother? How are you guys? How's it going? Long time coming, man. We love the support. You're always in the YouTube comments, mucking it up in the postcast. Oh, How yeah. did you become an Ottawa
2: Senators fan? I need the whole story. Well, I guess uh, growing up on the East Coast, that's the Sens region for TSN, right? Yep. So um, all my family uh, Leafs fans. I don't. I didn't get on with the Leafs. Don't get on with the Habs. Nice. So I landed it right in the middle. You know, I got family out in Ottawa, so that helped with the connection. Um, yeah, I've been a fan since like 1998, 97. I was like 10 years old, nine, 10 years old.
0: So the timing worked out well. That's right when they made the playoffs for the first time in 97. Were you yeah. all Alfie? I know you're a big Parker Kelly guy. We're going to get to that. Yeah. Who was the version of Parker Kelly on the teams back
2: then? Uh, Andre Waugh. I, I, he wasn't on the 97 team, I don't think. Yes. No, but,
0: but er, earlier on in, in when you started following the team.
2: Yeah, was, I was an Andre Wa guy. I, I tend to admire like the gritty guys. Yeah. You know, Much like myself, I didn't have all the all the skill but uh i can muck you up in the corners a little bit you know
1: absolutely yeah andre was an absolute beauty and uh you're you're always talking about your love for parker kelly where where did that start is that just from you know undrafted gritty type of guy and automatically you just aligned with him or what's up with your uh
2: parker kelly uh, uh, love i've been following him since, since juniors with the raiders okay uh during the memorial cup that was out in halifax uh Years and years ago, um, he impressed the hell out of me back then. He was one of the most impactful players on his team, and uh, I was so stoked when the Sens signed him as a as a UFA undrafted. Yeah, he
1: uh, that's a guy. You know, you got to have a lot of respect for him. Like Parker Kelly Ross, he won the Jonathan Petra Award twice, right? Yeah, like only, only two time winner. Great. That's a guy where. He didn't have everything kind of handed to him. He worked for it. Undrafted, hardworking, and now he's got a consistent spot on the fourth line. How have how
2: you liked Parker Kelly's play this year so far? Uh, the guy's got jam. I'd like to see him hit a little bit more, but he's playing a smarter game this year. Uh, he's not getting caught out of position so much. He's sound defensively more or less. He's not been on the ice for too many goals against. He's not. Um, he's not really hurting the team. Yep. I like. Uh, obviously, we'd like to see a little bit more offense from him, but that's not really his game. He's more of a spark plug kind of player, you know? Well, he got
0: everybody fired up, hot lunch, when he scored seven goals in 41 games in, in his first full season. Well, yeah. not full, but his first real taste of NHL action, and not to mention one goal, one game, and a very angry Jake Muzzin in his first game uh, in his career. So
2: and he- was Muzzin in a blender. Oh, it was unreal. I- yeah.
0: Well, uh, rumor is that's why Muzzin retired. He's like, I can't take this kid anymore. I can't have him in the division. Yeah, no, we can't <laughs> have him that. Oh, man. Okay, before we move on to today's team, because I do want some more of your thoughts on them, let's take it right back, because I asked this question last week to Scott Crossman, last week's Citizen, and it, it caught some traction. Which team in Sens history had the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup? And I don't mean because they got the closest, but what was the best team that should have?
2: won the Stanley Cup? Uh, it was probably probably the president's uh, trophy winning team. Yeah, oh three, 3 Statistically speaking. But, um, you know, 2017 just felt right. Just felt right. We were one goal away from the finals. And, you know, Nashville was banged up that year. It looked like we probably could have walked them. But uh, that's a toss-up between those two, I'd say. And uh, shout-out last week's citizen. That guy's eloquent. Yeah, he was—he was, uh, was awesome. Set the bar high. It made me nervous for this uh, upcoming interview here.
1: Oh yeah, Scott was a beauty. Yeah, I. It's funny you just mentioned two of those there. We didn't even mention the time they were actually in the Stanley Cup Finals in 2007. What? But, but I agree with you. I agree with you, Lunch. But my argument is for 2017, just because, like you said, I think. Almost any team in the playoffs that year could have beaten that Nashville Predators team in the final just because of how banked up they were. So, And that would have been the poetic uh, justice of it. Ten years later from when the Sens were in the Stanley Cup finals winning it all, that would have just been a thing of beauty.
2: That that Ducks team was a juggernaut. Pronger and Niedermeyer. Yeah, they weren't beating them. Up against that, right? We haven't seen a defense that high caliber in a long, long time.
0: Well, to be fair, if you go back to '03, 3 like the Ducks were running on fumes and Jean-Sebastien Jaguer had three shutouts in the conference final in four games. They swept Minnesota at three shutouts, but then in the final, sure, it went seven games against New Jersey, and of course, New Jersey, it took them till f- 58th minute of game seven to beat the Senators. Anaheim was shut out in three of their four losses in that series as well. The offense was just dried up, but... Ed I, I'm I'm with you though, lunch. I think 03 is is where I lean. Just the depth of talent on that team, three Hall of Famers on it, and oh man, it just sucks that they came up a, a little short. That was my first real heartbreak at 11 years old, where it was like, man, we we're so close. Philly's goal in Game Six in overtime had, had everybody feeling like like it could happen. But uh, is it ever going to happen again, lunch? Is it ever going to happen again? When are we getting back to the playoffs?
2: Oh. Probably not this year. Let me pull an Alfie out there. Um, probably not this year. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen just the way things are going this season, but next year, hey, cap's going up 4.4 million, 4.2 million, something like that. Yep, That's an extra almost 10 mil on the cap with the dead cap money coming off. There's, uh, I think next year is probably the year where they get in. I'd love it if they got in this year, but it's pr- not likely. Games in hand, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, games in hand. I got games in both my hands.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got games in hands, feet. We're, we're walking around. They're spilling out of our, uh, out of I, our hands here. I, I got some in my backpack, too. Yeah. yeah, we got games in hand.
0: Hope you're enjoying our chat with Hot Lunch. We'll get right back to it. But first, a word from our friends at
1: game time. GameTime is the official ticketing app of the Locked On Podcast Network, and for a reason. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, guys. It's all about the fun. Don't stress about it. Game Time is fast and easy. You can buy your tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best-price guarantee, stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. Forget planning months in advance game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event get exclusive exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more and the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time is going to go ahead and credit you 110% of the difference. You get images of your seat before you arrive, so you know exactly what to expect when you get there. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. One, two... Boom, you're in. You got tickets sent directly to your phone. So download the Game Time app, create an account and use code LockedOnNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code LockedOnNHL for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. I will be at the Glebe Central Pub this Thursday. So come join me at the Glebe Central Pub. All the shenanigans at 779 Bank Street. And let them know Locked On Senators sent you. And make sure you come say hi if you see me there ahead of the Toronto Maple Leafs visit to Ottawa. I'll be taking the shuttle. With all you Sens fans, $17 gets you round trip from the Glebe Central Pub to the CTC, and it leaves an hour and 15 minutes before game time. You can get your tickets online, glebecentralpub.com, hit the Sens bus, and then scroll down. There is a tab for game tickets that will take you to an outside source to buy your tickets, but if you scroll down further, you can see the bus schedule and click within the, the square of that game, and you can go bang and get on that bus to and from the CTC for only $17. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great night. I got five of my best high school buddies. It's full green light city, and what better place to enjoy the game than before and after at the Glebe Central Pub. Hey. You can stick there during it. If you're not feeling the, the vibe of going into the CTC, it's always a great vibe at the GCP down on Bank Street. Make sure you visit them at 779 Bank Street. Let them know Locked On Senator sent you, and I will see you there this Thursday, 779 Bank Street, right in the heart of the Glebe. It's the Glebe Central Pub. All right, now back to our conversation with Hot Lunch.
1: I want to ask you this, Lunch. Uh, we haven't asked this citizen this, and I'm just interest, interested to get people's opinion on it. What do you think is going to happen here with some of the newly acquired guys that have kind of struggled to get going? I'm talking about Kubalik, Tarasenko. Like, is there? Where do you think the best spot for them is in this lineup? Uh, we just saw the new lineup posted today. It looks like Tarasenko is going to be playing uh, with Timmy and Batherson. I like that, and Kubalik on a line with Greg and Joseph. Do you like where they're
2: at there? And you think that's something that can get these guys going? I don't like that uh, Senko line with. Um... With Bath on the right and Senko on the left, because no. he's uh, he's one of those Russian snipers, right? He plays on his uh, weak side. Yeah. So he's not overly comfortable on the left. I mean, sure, he can do it. He's an NHL player, but he's more comfortable on his on his offside on the right. Yeah. Um, I think what inevitably is going to happen is probably a, a move with Kuba League. Uh, just to clear some space up for when they're fully healthy and when Pinto's back and all that. It seems like Kubelik's days are numbered. And he's, you know, I don't think anybody's going to miss him all too much because he's not exactly producing at the level that some may have expected. But a change of scenery would probably be good for him. And maybe, you know, maybe we get a pick back. Maybe we, um, maybe we get a young prospect defenseman or something like that. I mean, um, um, that's how I feel about the those two players uh, with Kubelik and Tarasenko specifically.
0: I didn't realize how bad things have gotten for Tarasenko since his two goal outburst against yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs in his last eight games. He's dash eight with one assist while averaging yeah. al- almost the same amount of ice time as Tarasenko. Kubelik's at 1424. Uh, Tarasenko's at 1440. So they're like, Playing the same amount, so to me that that's a little bit backwards. And obviously, having Rourke Chartier, no disrespect, uh in the center of them is is probably not ideal if you're hoping to get some offensive pop out of them. Now that Ridley Gregg is back, though, you you still you'd, you do you say you want to go back to the line there with Joseph Gregg and uh and Tarasenko that was working early in the season, or how would w- you want to shuffle things up?
2: That was working fantastic, and Joseph's a Swiss Army knife. He can play the left or the right easily tarasenko i noticed he doesn't look as comfortable on that left side so let's put senko on the right pinto in the middle joseph on the on the left side and let him ride
0: now, well you're getting me you you got me too fired up there you already went with pinto we're almost there we're almost there
2: sorry but i uh, know
0: i almost called you craig button there for a second eight hey, bells
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i didn't call him ridley scott yeah. Oh, come <laughs> on. Ridley Good.
0: Greg might be the most easily spelled yet often misspelled name in the National Hockey League. Whether they're adding an e before the y at the end of the first name or flipping the ei to ie, it's yeah. it's, it's uncanny. How Ross, often remember that
1: guy on Twitter, number one Ridley Greg fan, and he spelled <laughs> Ridley and Greg wrong. I <laughs> hope that was a joke. I hope that was a bit. But either way, is hilarious. It's got to be.
0: So good. Now tell me about what uh what's behind you there. Is that a big blanket? It looks handmade with the O.
2: Yeah, it sure is. That's a one of one unique piece. Whoa. <laughs> My wife made that for me. Yeah. No way. Like like how? I, Just got the 3D logo on the other side. No oh, way.
1: reversible. Hell yeah. And is that a
2: blanket? Yeah, yeah. It's a great big blanket. So four it's four.
0: Nice... It's it's soft. You bet. Oh, look at that doesn't get any better than that and that's why you got to go watch and subscribe on the youtube channel not only that but hot lunch you doing this outside and i can see your breath is all time canadiana I he's love gritty it.
1: i love it so much hot lunch is gritty yeah wait uh, we got to get into this what's up with hot
2: lunch like where where does that come from i don't think it's uh <laughs> okay safe for the viewers all right. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> well, it, hey,
0: it, it works for you because it feels gritty. I thought you were going to say that you're eating like, I don't know, just something nice and warm where there's a bowl of soup. And you're like, man, hot lunch is way better than cold lunch.
2: Yeah, for sure. A hot lunch is better. <laughs> uh, if whenever I'm making like a, a username for one thing or another, it's usually like an adjective and a food. OK, so that's just like my formula. So I've been riding with Hot Lunch for oh, decades now. Wait. So what are some other examples?
1: You, you you said this is your formula. This is this is a pattern you have. What are some of your other aliases?
2: I let my buddies use a couple of of my handles like um, Sloppy Pudding, <laughs> old, old Breakfast. <laughs> old, breakfast.
0: Um, old Breakfast is the opposite of Hot Lunch, dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Right. Just um, you know, an adjective and some food. You know.
0: You're okay. unreal, man. Cool. So what? What? What would Parker Kelly's adjective be then? What? What would you give a, a gritty player like
2: that? Oh, he'd probably be a spicy grinder. Oh, I like that. <laughs> a hero? Yeah, he'd be a spicy grinder.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that that uh fits with the shift disturber for sure. Oh,
0: yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. Um. What uh, what other Sens memorabilia you have? I see the blanket behind you. You got anything else?
2: Uh, I don't have any Sens jersey while I'm wearing my Canada jersey. Uh I have like a Sens hat. I don't I don't really have a whole lot of Sens gear, but man, I've been a diehard fan for 25 years, so Easy,
0: easy. Prefer- you got the card to prove it. I love okay,
2: it. well, then that leads
1: into, into my typical question, Hot Lunch, is what's your first Sens jersey going to be? What do you you got to be eyeing, eyeing something, especially now that the fresh 2Ds are back.
2: You I thought you were going
0: to say those. now that Parker Kelly's wearing 27. I mean, come on.
2: Honestly, I like the 4-5 on him better. Okay. 4-5 really like on him better. The 27, yeah. Back like Jordan? Kovalev. Let him keep it. <laughs> yeah, Kovalev not a hot lunch guy. No, no, not my not my kind of player. But um, yeah, Parker Kelly. I don't know. I'd probably go with the captain. I'd probably yeah. go with Brady. Um, I really like the uh, the first reverse retros. The red red yeah. on black. Those are sick. But then the the black two Ds is, is beautiful too. I, we, we're really lucky to have some pretty sharp jerseys.
0: Well, we spent a decade with some of the worst. So.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. Who's that?
0: Who's the Who's the most Who's the coldest lunch player to ever roll through Ottawa? Where you just never vibed with them.
2: Uh, let's say Michael Del because because <laughs> picklets today. I was just listening to that. What, uh, did he get into the Sens yet? A uh, little bit. A little bit of uh, blaming them for making promises that they didn't keep. This that. You know, I didn't hear the whole um, interview yet, but yeah. You know, he's not going to say anything good about us.
0: No. Well, no, but you know what promise uh, they did keep? Overpaying him from day one.
2: Yep. Yep. They absolutely did that. And how many games did we get out of him? Like four? Four games? Then he was I, banished. I think it was like pretty close to
0: AHL, NHL, similar that year. He was sick yeah. in the AHL, though, I will say. He was
2: so
1: good in the AHL. I mean, heck, they're still paying Michael Delzano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: I saw yesterday. Um, uh, Bobby Ryan, somebody said, Hey, next year the cap's going up, like you said, hot lunch, four million. And uh, we got dead money coming off the books. And Bobby Ryan replied with a gif, being like, like you know, flashing his eyelashes because yeah. he, he's got money coming in too.
1: Oh, Bobby Ryan's making 1.8 this but year all, from the sense
2: all the retained salary and buyouts are all off the books next year, right? And we except, actually get credit for, Colin.
0: for well, except for Colin White, but but Colin White is uh, it's a credit that year yeah yeah, yeah so, we're collecting
2: that's fantastic
0: yeah an extra and by the way the exact same amount of games and if you look at it on paper michael dell's auto had 13 points with ottawa in 26 games
2: <laughs> yeah pretty solid pretty solid
0: <laughs> I, I bet you erica branson never put that up in the nation's capital
2: no probably not and you know number 22 he never did that, anything like that either <laughs>
0: He was buzzing. I saw him live Saturday with Chicago. He was buzzing. He, hey, pu- push the puck out of the crease, save the goal.
2: He's Empty he's netter. all the way back. What's that? Empty netter special. Hey, that's just it.
0: In uh, in the AHL with Ottawa with Belleville, I should say, twenty seven points in twenty six games for old MDZ. Oh yeah, Uncle Deli does it again. <laughs> oh not, my goodness. Not, oh, he's just God. not a team guy. So
2: I don't like that. I don't like his vibes. You know, he can he can go down to Florida and flip some real estate or something
0: i was gonna say major real estate vibes from him um final question for me hot lunch this has been awesome great to put a face to name everybody's in the postcast knows hot lunch is always dishing out specials in the postcast whether we vent or vibe now who's the next player who's gonna come on the hot lunch radar whether it's a prospect who's on his way up or a player just finding their way who do you have your eye on in the organization
2: love clevin's game uh, but I gotta root for Ostashuk. Nice, he's got that that grit, and uh, you know he's captain and junior playoff performer type of type of player that Hot Lunch really admires. You know, so I'll go with Ostashuk. Can't wait for him to come up. I hope he gets a couple games at the end of the year here when we're officially out of the picture. Whoa, no, Yeah, come on now, we got games in hand. Games in hand. Yeah, yeah, games in hand. Games in hand. Who you got for tonight's game? Are we beating the Rangers or what? Ooh, best
0: team in the National Hockey League, according to points percentage, the New York yeah. Rangers. Yeah, sign me up for a 5 nothing win.
2: Bold, <laughs> bold. Back-to-back
1: shutouts. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I like it, actually. I'll co-sign that. 5 nothing win.
0: You saw Hot Lunch yesterday's thumbnail. Four's back. He's back, yeah. dude. It's it's shutout
2: season for Fourzie. He's getting the start tonight, but we lost Shabbat. I know, dude. Yeah, that's tough.
0: You like the move, though, going back to Forsberg? Hey, you're winning, you're in type thing?
2: 100%. Yeah. Play the hot hand with games in hand.
0: <laughs> well, let's, ra- let's wrap up. Let's look at this decor, because you brought up Thomas Shabbat out tonight, Sanderson with JBD, Chikrin yeah. and Hamannick, Brandstrom and Zub. Before I get your thoughts, or you can expand into each pairing, but, like, do you think we're we're moving the pairs around a little a little more than we have to? I know Shabbat was in then out, but like I don't think we've seen this six together yet. And it's just again, everybody's with a new partner.
2: Yeah, well, there's some familiar, familiarity with the Nodak connection there with Sandy Hell and yeah. doing their thing. Uh so they they got a little bit of experience together. I don't like Hammonick with Chikrin. I'd like to see Hammer's minutes down a bit. Let's put Checky with with Brandstrom. Uh you know i do think they're shuffling up the defensive pairings too much and like i said i'm not a fan of coach cap i don't like uh i didn't like him in long island i didn't like him when dj smith brought him on board and it's just been uh terrible from coach capuano but i'm not here to carve anybody up but it's kind of how i feel fair no, hey, I, I, there's. The, I liked when he was in New York with the Islanders
0: because he just looks like the most New Yorker of all time, and I didn't realize he's got the big accent to prove it as well. Oh, so it's
2: thick, it's thick. Remember in the preseason when DJ lost his voice and Cap yeah. had interviews.
0: <laughs> That's an underrated, hilarious part of this season. DJ in training camp was like, yeah. uh, it was it was more strenuous on him than the players.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all time, we can keep keep Coach Cap off the mic though. Is that. I just don't like him, man. He wasn't helping you? No. No. Well, hey, if Patty was
0: here, you'll be our first call because I know you'll just be as fired up as anybody. But right now, the Senators just have to take advantage of those sweet games in hand. Hot lunch. We appreciate you being a Central citizen, man. Great to catch up and put a face to the name that is always in the postcast. And you can be too by joining on YouTube. Check us out after each and every Ottawa Senators game and mix it up with hot lunch really appreciate you being a said central citizen man we'll do this again down the road
2: i love it thank you really appreciate you guys postcast is the best cast i'll see you there hot lunch out
0: all right stick taps to hot lunch for joining us that was an absolute blast and if you're in the postcast or ever have been you know hot lunch is always poking around getting some jokes in we absolutely love that pilsey did this tough test against the new york rangers come at a good time for ottawa
1: uh, you know what? I mean, it's hard to find a good time to go up against the number one team in the NHL, but coming off a 2 nothing win at home, I'll take it. Like, the, that's probably the best kind of setup you can get, other than, obviously, Thomas Chabot leaving for injury. But getting Ridley Gre- Gregg back, hopefully that provides a boost here. So I'm hoping the Sens can give the fans at the CTC another reason to celebrate.
0: And it's a good warm-up test for the Toronto Maple Leafs coming in on Thursday. And and I like that they get a home game before that. A couple. I know that they're kind of wasting away. Might be a bit of a stretch. But they really kind of are letting their home schedule slip away. Because tonight is game 20 for the Ottawa Senators. But yet, they've already played. Tonight will be their 20th overall game. Their 15th home game. Technically. I know. Europe's not their home. But guess what? They spent two home games there. So out of 39 home dates, they've already used 13 of them at the CTC after tonight. So you have to at least be 500 after 20 games. 9 and 11 does not sound as nice as 10 and 10. I'm not a math guy, but I can tell you that much. And they're going up against what is an elite team. Bilzi. Like I don't think there's any way that you can sugarcoat this. The New York Rangers are an elite hockey team. They're starting Igor Shesterkin in net now. Jonathan Quick's been better this season. Jonathan Quick has had one of the resurgent seasons in the National Hockey League. But Igor Shosturkin is a top three goalie in the National Hockey League. His win loss record is a joke. Yeah. Going back to the KHL, the NHL, the AHL, he just wins everywhere he goes. So the Senators will have their work cut out for them with Igor Shosturkin starting in goal. On the back end, it's Ryan Lindgren with Adam Fox, who's back from injury and producing. Keandre Miller is with Jacob Truba and Eric Gustafson is with Braden Schneider up front. They've spread out the wealth through th- uh, their top two lines, at least. It's Mika Zabanajad, hashtag sends abroad with Chris Kreider and Brodzinski. Pilsy, help me out with this one. What's Brodzinski doing on the top line for the best team in the league?
1: I don't, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, uh, no offense to number 22. I'm not familiar with his game. You know what I
0: just did there? That's an old uh, industry trick. I threw that to you so I could figure out his first name, which is Johnny. It's Johnny, <laughs> Johnny. Rodzinski. Eh? Um, he's a 30-year-old journeyman who is now on oh. the top line for the NHL's best team. So nice. stick taps to him. The second line is Vinny Trocheck with Artemi Panarin and Alexi Lafreniere. The third line is Nick Benino with Will Cooley and Blake Wheeler. And the fourth line is Bl- Barkley Goodrow with Jimmy Vesey and Tyler Pitlick. So, Pelzi, top to bottom, a very solid team. Who's
1: your lookout player to watch? My lookout player is going to be the Sens Abroad you mentioned. It's number 93, Mika zabenjad zabenjad He's not hard to see out there. No, it's pretty easy to tell which guy he is uh, with, his, with his hair flowing behind him as he's whizzing around on the ice, but he's on a seven-game point streak, Ross, and in those seven games the Rangers have won six of them. So they've been hot when he's been producing and Chris Kreider keeps things going. And obviously they're able to put Brodzinski up there uh, to spread the wealth a little bit because Artemi Panarin is having no difficulty scoring either. So I'm going to be looking out for number 93 there, Mika Zibanejad.
0: Yeah, I love that call. And Mika obviously had that hat trick in Ottawa a couple of years ago. Remember that smirk after his third goal? It's a tic-tac-toe. Uh, yes. You're just like... This guy is so happy he got traded from Ottawa to the New York City. Just feels like a New York City guy. And obviously, he's had some great years with the Rangers. But he got off to a bit of a slow start this year, Pelsey So um, he's kind of rounding himself back into form. I, I want to say, yeah, he's up to six goals in 23 games. But he's got two in his last four. And he's buzzing right now. He's He's on a bit of a heater, too, if you look at it. He's on a seven-game point streak where he has four goals and nine points. During the last seven games. So good call out there, Pilsy. I'm going to go with the man who makes everybody mad, Jacob Truba. We saw last season it was center ice, Madison yep. Square Garden. It was Truba. It was Brady Kachuk. And Truba might be so because people get so mad at his, like, you know, borderline hits. They They kind of forget that he is an elite hockey player. Like There's a reason why he's the captain of the New York Rangers, and it's not just because of his leadership ability. It's because he can also produce, not only offensively, where I think he's doing better than he has in the last couple of years. Excuse me. uh, Jacob Truba is da, 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 12, yeah, points. 12 points plus 11. But, Pilsy, what it is to me, and the reason I had to go to his summary because I, I was over at the other stat page, because for him, it's all about the way he plays. 51 yep. hits in 23 games. And not only that, get this, Pilsy. 79 block shots that's second in the national hockey league behind only Braden McNabb of the Vegas golden Knights. So he will do anything to win. And he's the type of player you hate playing against love having on your team. And now is a good time for me to remind people that uh, Dave Starman, a college uh, analyst and our guy, Brad Schlossman, Said, this is the ceiling of what Tyler Clevin could become. I don't know if he'll have the offense, but certainly the type of player when he's out there, you have to know where number eight is.
1: Yeah, you got to be aware when Jacob Troop is out there. He...
0: he might even whack you in the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to be aware in all, all circumstances. But when he gets those opportunities for big open ice hits, he takes advantage of them, that's for sure.
0: Throwback player. Got to respect it uh, for Jacob Truba. As we go to some sends, keys to victory in tonight's game, number one is going to be your law. Come on. Number 1. There we go. Build off a best defensive effort of the season. The Senators although they gave up 39 shots, really felt in control of that game against Seattle. There were the two penalties in the third period where, you know, you're you're at the edge of your seat, you're saying please, please, please don't spoil another lead, but certainly the Senators were able to bat- battle down and um and play well enough to win and get the two nothing shutout. So that is number 1 for tonight. Build off of your best
1: defensive of effort of the year number two no undisciplined penalties i mean that's obviously obviously a very clear one for most games but especially up against a new york rangers team that feasts on the power play they have 30 percent power play right now so basically every three power plays they get one they're third in the league so you can't be taking those Too many men penalties like they did up against Seattle. You can't be doing the delay of game. You can't be doing the holding the stick penalty 200 feet away from your ice. None of that garbage. If you're going to take a penalty, it better be clearly erasing a goal and uh, out of desperation to stop a grade A chance, or else this team's going to absolutely dominate.
0: And number three. Keep up with the NHL's top faceoff team. The Rangers snap back off the draw at over 56%. No team is better. And if you're the Senators, the last thing you need tonight is to be chasing the puck all over the ice, wasting your energy and not getting opportunities because it's going to take more than a couple to beat Igor Shesterkin. So win the battle in the faceoff draw, the battle in the trenches and take it from there against a team where I know I hate saying this, especially at home, but you almost have to play this one like a road game. Right, like I don't think that you can go out there and you know um, try to exert your will and try to win the first ten minutes. I think it has to be a bit more of a chess match against the New York Rangers.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Like the you're not going to beat this team easily. You got to find ways that you can get past that uh, loaded decor that just has so many talented guys offensively and defensively and physically. So it's going to be interesting to see ways that the Ottawa Senators try to figure out this team.
0: It's going to be fun, though. It's a 7 o'clock puck drop at the Canadian Tire Centre. If you're heading there, make sure you have a good time. And then, hey, if you're on your way home or if you're watching from home, head over to the postcast after the game live on YouTube. Pillsy and Martian are on a one-game win streak. Woo. I'm on the clock tonight, but the boys will have you covered after a win, Woo. maybe. I was on record in the in the uh, Central Citizen. I said 5 nothing. I'm a yeah. man of my word. I'm going to stand up to that. As uh, as peculiar as that may be, back-to-back shutouts, uh, maybe it's just the hopeless romantic in me. I would love to see that. Pillsy, final thoughts on today's show?
1: Final thoughts for me is let's see how this decor does without Thomas Shabbat. I mean, I I don't love the way DJ has set up this decor. Actually, I'll go further than that. I don't. I, I hate it, I think, actually. Uh, that is not how I would have set up this decor, but... We'll see how it goes. If they can replicate uh, what they did up against Seattle, I'll I'll eat my words happily.
0: All right. We will find out in a matter of hours. Seven o'clock start tonight. Ottawa against
1: the New York Rangers.
0: For today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast. Your team every day.